From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the New Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. You're listening to 101.9 Chai FM. I'm Benji Shulman. This is the new Blue Review, and welcome to the show on this Monday morning. Israel is at war, and the South African Jewish community is going to get caught up in it, and that is what this show is going to be about today. What is it that we are doing? What is it that is going on? And how can you help? Let's start by setting the scene. You probably know by now a little bit what has been going on. Uh, but we will just get a perspective from our local perch, as it were, here in South Africa. As we came out of uh, the Chagim, the Shmina Sarasim Torah, people particularly who had been keeping the Chag had been hearing things all over, uh, I think, the community in the run-up, that things were very bad, something had happened, well, no one was entirely sure what. Uh, but it is very clear that there has been this attack in Israel. It's... Uh, extremely serious, maybe the most serious in half a century, maybe the most serious since the founding of the state. And uh, and the response uh, is um, only now starting to get going. We're not at the end of this thing. We're very much at the beginning. And it is shocking. We have more than 600 dead, more than 1,000 injured. We have perhaps perhaps the worst of all hostages taken. Uh, young children, woman, there's a verified 84-year-old grandmother who's currently uh, been taken hostage, a four-year-old child who's been taken hostage, at least uh, amongst 35 to 50 hostages. Uh, and something is going to have to be done to get those out. And that is where the Israeli people and the Israeli government are sitting now as this goes forward. By the way, um, if you do want to say something about this, uh, you can... Be part of the conversation three four five one nine. That is the SMS line. The Telegram oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine. We're also going to be having a guest later on in the show uh, from the Zionist Youth Council. We had hoped to get the chairman of the Zionist Federation on the show. Unfortunately, as you can imagine, uh, he was very busy, uh, and so I have been gathering information from different parts of the community, which we will convey. In the next few minutes <clears throat> on the show, but we will be speaking to the Zionist Youth Council to try and get their perspective on what is going on as well. <clears throat> so that's the scene. That's what's going on. And I'm sure that over time there will be lots of nitpicking to discuss about what happened with the intelligence services, what happened to uh, Hamas or all of these sorts of things. Uh, why wasn't the IDF prepared, etc. But for now, we just need to understand what is the context and what is likely to happen going forward so that everyone can be prepared. Let's start with in South Africa or in the world with the international community. There's been an outpouring of support for Israel from a variety of uh, corners. The Brandenburg Gate in Germany uh, has an Israeli flag flying on it. Uh, in Baku, in Azerbaijan, which is a Muslim country, in the Caucasus, they've lit up their tallest building with an Israeli flag. We're seeing uh, um, condemnations coming out of the White House, out of the UK. Um, 
out of African states, out of South America. Um, and we're just generally seeing for the moment that the world is with the Jewish people and with Israel at this time. I don't know how much longer it's going to continue. Our South African government, on the other hand, issued, I mean, we don't expect a lot on a show like this or a community like ours from the South African government, but the the statement that they issued was the most mealy-mouthed, appalling thing that uh, I've read in a very long time. Uh, it called for peace and then went on to blame Israel for what had happened. It was only surpassed by a completely morally corrupt, repugnant, appalling statement from the ANC uh, and its president, Cyril Ramaphosa, and it really is basically completely backed the violence of Hamas and of the Palestinian National Movement against Jewish civilians, didn't use the word terrorism once, didn't talk about the victims, didn't talk about civilians, nothing. It's on par with uh, the appalling treatment that it uh, approaches with Ukraine and I think is another nail in the coffin of the way that this country is governed from a foreign policy perspective because no one looking at this can say uh, that they are being neutral in any way, shape or form. And uh, this is going to be important. I would like to be able to write off the ANC, um, but unfortunately we live with them for the moment, and that means that what's coming up next is going to have to be a factor we're going to have to think about in the way that um, uh, that, that things go are going forward. So that is the context that we find ourselves in. Uh, it is useful to note that uh, opposition parties have started coming out immediately. Um, we have had a statement from the ACDP, African Christian Democratic Party, very good statement, uh, an unusually strong statement from the Democratic Alliance, who uh, sometimes can be quite of when it comes to Israel stuff, um, but they appropriately use the words brutal. Uh, they condemned what was going on, uh, and uh, that is really uh, important. And I'm hoping to see other um, other organizations coming out in the coming days condemning this behavior and giving the context. We can't forget that South Africa hosted BRICS just a couple of months ago and that as part of that they hosted people from Iran because Iran was being uh, admitted into BRICS and that uh, Iran has is a friend of South Africa and has said so. South Africa says it's an ally of Iran and that is another factor that we're going to have to take into account as a local community uh, because we are not the only ones who are going to be on, uh, you know, there's, uh, it's an issue to concern ourselves with, um, in, uh, in South Africa at the moment. So those are the factors that are going into the, into the South African experience. Other than, of course, the fact that we all have family in Israel, uh, friends, relatives, uh, or just are concerned about what's going on. And we're seeing what's going on on our TV screens. I do not advise that you should watch any of this stuff. I unfortunately did. And I have never seen anything so horrific in my entire life. It really is absolutely appalling. So that's really where we are. And that is just setting the scene. So we are going to be taking a short break in a few moments. When we do that, we'll take the break. And then after that, fine. This is what we have. This is where we are. Now what can we do about it? What... As we, as a South African community, what do we need to thinking about? What do we need to be doing? Where can you get the resources if you're involved, if you need help? Uh, I'm going to be giving you all of those things uh, in a few moments. So uh, we'll be taking a break. We'll be back. 
uh, and please do stay with us as we continue the coverage of this issue uh, and going to be looking at what can, you can do as a South African Jewish community. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM. I am Benji Shulman, and this is the New Blue Review. Um, welcome to the program on this Monday morning. Uh, we are getting through messages um, from people. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure even if they are related um, to uh, <laughs> to my program or to Howard's program, but I will ro- read them regardless. Apologies if you heard them in the previous show. Um, that may only have come through. Um, now it says that the ANC, Kansas says that the ANC uh, uh, has chosen to forget who stood with him through apartheid and they've chosen to back terrorists um, who are involved in a massive ethnic cleansing war. Um, and... Uh, yeah, talking about Russia and Israel as well. So that is uh, an important uh, point as well. Uh, if you want to be involved in the conversation, 34519, that is your SMS. Telegram, 0618951019, if you want to be part of the conversation. So let's talk about what is out there, what are the resources, what can you do, what do you need to do. So first off, if you have children in Israel, if you are have people in Israel and people are needing to get out or needing to know about travel or whatever, uh, it's crucial that you be in contact with the South African Zionist Federation. You can WhatsApp them on 081-880-5217. That's 081-880-5217. Or you can email hotline at saz.org. I'm going to give you that number again, 81 880 one seven or hotline at saz.org and that is a specialist hotline that has been set up just to deal with travel related problems people needing to get in and out airplanes um, visas passports any of that kind of stuff uh, that is there to help so if somebody doesn't have that information if you need to get that information please do pass that on to them uh, there's also i understand a group that is being set up at the moment to assist uh, people getting in and out, uh, so you can also be in touch with them, uh, and you can be added to the group and get updates on travel. So that is the first thing. There's obviously a lot of, uh, we always have a lot of kids in Israel doing different programs. People are on Yeshiva, people are doing whatnot. So that is a, that is a big issue. And so if you have someone who needs that information, please do pass that along. Uh, I can tell you that Masa, which is uh, the, the group that does all of the group uh, programs in Israel, has at the moment said that uh, pe- kids should just shelter in place. Uh, they should stay where they are until people can figure out exactly what's going on, uh, and and then they can make a make a decision from there. So that has been the advice uh, of those that are on Masa. There are, of course, other programs that are going on. Um, and uh, maybe we'll even get some 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 viewpoints from the youth. So that is the first the first issue. The second issue is going to be around how you can help. Now we have seen in the last while an explosion of people wanting to help, which is of course welcome and very uh, important. Uh, and the question is, what is the best way that um, that you can help? Because it is not, 
completely clear uh, at the moment where that's going to. The first and easiest way is going to be through uh, donations, direct money. Uh, there's very serious need on the ground at the moment for all sorts of things from food to water to shelter to um, just basic uh, medical equipment uh, and and it's not always efficient to, to do it. We've seen a lot of international campaigns, which, of course, are very welcome, uh, but it's not always efficient to donate rands via America to Israel. The local community is immediately is springing into action, and we're seeing multiple campaigns coming out through different places. I can tell you that uh, the Zionist Federation is uh, working on an umbrella campaign that everyone will be able to make donations to. Bear in mind that in terms of how South African law works, there's only so much that individuals are allowed to donate overseas and or even move overseas, which for the purposes of this is considered donations. Um, and so uh, it's often easier to do it via organizations that have uh, sort of uh, funding structures available and things with the Reserve Bank where they will allow a money to go through uninhibited. Uh, and that is currently, as we speak, being set up, a terror fund with uh, with the Sochnut, with the Jewish Agency. Uh, and, of course, there will, I'm sure, be a number of other initiatives where people, uh, where people will be able to be able to make donations. And what we're going to find is, I think, going forward, uh, people will be able to, uh, under one umbrella, donate to a variety of different causes and uh, different um, elements. So that is uh, on that. And I think the most immediate thing is going to be money. Of course, it is frustrating that when you donate, you donate in rands. But I think that at this time, everything helps. Every small amount helps. Uh, and, and I think do watch out uh, in your email boxes for news of uh, – the ability to have um, uh, to have the fund, um, uh, so it, it's uh, I, I I know that it's being set up at the moment. There's there are obviously things that need to just be put in place for something so, such a big emergency, uh, but you will be able to do these donations uh, very soon. Uh, so please do take care and take a viewpoint. Uh, and I think that over time there will also then be a, a requirement to do material donations as well, uh, where people will want to and uh, be able to t connect directly to people. And I think that that will be important. So uh, that is uh, uh, that is something that that we must look at. So so money is going to be important, and eventually goods that are being important. But I think. Other than material things, I think that this is a time to reach out to your your friends, your family, and your people in Israel. It doesn't matter if you only have one friend or two friends. The number of people that have been killed, it's a small country, means that everyone is affected. So, and I'm sure that this is going on as we speak anyway, but it's like corona all over again. We need to reach out. We need to um, we, we need to go out to our people in Israel, tell them that we're thinking about them, tell them that we're praying for them, tell them that we're w with them at this time and that we're doing what we can to assist from far away, but that we are here uh, and we are supporting and it is very, very important. So uh, please do do that, do reach out and uh, do make yourself known to them that you are available uh, and if there's something you can do to help, that it is very, very important. So that is another way that we can 
um, show our solidarity. Now, talking about solidarity, that is going to be another big part of what we are seeing in the next week, um, including this evening and on other days. We're going to be starting to see a lot of prayer services appropriately as people start to get buried, but also opportunities to do to Tehillim, to, uh, to pray together as a community. Uh, and I, uh, I've seen that the chief rabbi, along with other communal organizations, has put out a call for those sorts of prayers. And uh, you can see the details of the shul that is relevant to you uh, to have the opportunity to do this um, and, to, and to be involved. There's also uh, coming up on Sunday, the South African Zionist Federation uh, was going to be having its uh, 50th conference and its 125th year. Uh, and that is, uh, I understand, likely to be converted into a, a solidarity rally. They're still working on trying to see uh, which the, which speakers are going to be there. Um, I believe that Rabbi D will not be there in person, but will be doing potentially a video address. Uh, that's still in the works. And I think it's really important at the moment that the Jewish community comes together and is available uh, to show its uh, its support for what is going on and what has happened. So uh, that's likely to happen on Sunday. Uh, but obviously the, the conference thing is going to change it's going to be a different um it's going to be a different kind of format but it's going to be important and i suspect it's not going to be the first time or the last time that we're going to have to do this one of the things that is important to note is that again we're at the beginning of this process not at the end uh this has been a horrific attack i think that there are still operations at the moment to secure the border area to make sure that the society is safe uh, there was even an incursion overnight from Gaza, but this was at least this time repelled effectively. And um, that is, you know, what, what has been happening. But what happens the next day? What happens tomorrow? Uh, what happens if and when the Israelis decide to go into Gaza to try and rescue hostages, to try and remove Hamas infrastructure, to, to, to do whatever that is going to happen? At that point... World media and sympathy is going to start to erode, and then it's going to evaporate. Uh, and at that point, we're going to have to have a wider discussion. We have to have a wider engagement. And I suspect there's going to have to be more solidarity rallies. We're already seeing the local Iranian thugs who actually came out in support of this violence directly, unlike the ANC who did it indirectly, um, and who are looking to march on institutions down in Cape Town and and do all sorts of things, and the community is going to have to be prepared and ready to stand strong and be out there and do what it needs to do to show South Africa and to show the world that this is what our community thinks and um, this is you know, where we're at uh, and, uh, and this is what our viewpoint is. So please be aware and understand that that is uh, coming and that the community needs to be ready for that. And around that is going to be a very intensive media and social media campaign. Uh, I suspect that there is going to be a lot of um, a lot of we we saw it in the last war in 2021. Uh, a lot of anti-Semitism, particularly on social media. Uh, there was uh, 
issues with people's businesses. There was stuff going on. So we need to be prepared that this is going to be the case again. And we need to help in whatever we can in the mainstream media, in the social media, to get out uh, the true facts about what is going on in Israel, what has actually happened. For most people, uh, it's even uh, it's just still a minor issue. It's barely gotten any play. Most of the media have been asleep the whole weekend and are only waking up to this now. I will say that uh, you know that the, the the Zionist Federation, the communal institutions, have uh, gotten the message out there uh, across multiple platforms, wall to wall coverage, um, and and that's important. But again, this is the start. Uh, we've, from a media perspective, had a good start, if one can even call it that. Uh, but the, the the fact is, it's it's probably <laughs> not going to uh, not going to to continue in that vein. Um, so, so we're going to have to be ready on the solidarity side to show our viewpoint as a community, to reach out to other communities so that they know supportive and not supportive, uh, and, and to just get our perspectives across because that is going to be very, very uh, important as, as this continues to unfold for what could be quite some time. Uh, I think we have to understand that this is not something that's happened just once. Uh, it has serious geopolitical ramifications and it is something that we're just going to have to be uh, taking a note of uh, and and just understanding so uh, those i think for the moment are some of the core considerations that you have to um have to consider as you as you go forward if you have people in israel and you need to find out information or um or or or, or, or engagement 0818805217. That is the WhatsApp line or hotline at sazf.org. That's if you need to get hold of the Zionist Federation for any travel and or people stuck in Israel or, or whatever, uh, points of view. That is number one. Number two, uh, if you want to help, money is the most effective and immediate way that we can help Israel at the moment, even though it's in RANS. Uh, and after a time, I'm sure more material needs, uh, will come to the fore. Um, please be on the lookout for uh, uh, community-approved campaigns where you can donate from the South African community to Israel directly. That will be coming out very soon, and that will give you the opportunity to um, to be part of what is uh, going on. And it is it's, it's crucial that you have that opportunity. So so do be on the lookout for all of these campaigns that community organisations are going to be. Setting up number three on the solidarity side, on the prayer side, uh, there are going to be opportunities for prayer tonight, and I'm sure for the rest of the week, there is going to be a SAZF solidarity rally coming up on Sunday, uh, so you will be able to, to attend that. Uh, make sure that you're armed with the facts and the information, and uh, be available uh, to to help educate fellow South Africans, friendly and not, about what's going on. It is going to uh, be very, very important from from that perspective. If you inc- if you find incidents of anti-Semitism on social media, you find community members being targeted. Please, you need to report it. We need to know about it. Send it to the relevant authorities at the Jewish Board of Deputies. You can get hold of them, and um, it's a very important. And um, and there's yeah, there's stuff out there. Uh, Already on the radio stations that you're not listening to here, uh, we're, we're hearing people who are 
completely uh, talking about uh, you know, crazy things and just don't have the facts. So we're going to need the community support here to, to really get the information out there, whether it's on social media, mainstream media. Um, and again, you can email that hotline at sazf.com if you, if you want to assist. So those, those are, are some other important ways of, of engaging. Um, and yeah, just reach out to your Israeli friends, let them know that we're thinking about them, that we're with them at this time. Uh, and that, uh, this is, um, sort of, uh, you know, that, that we're there, that we're doing. So that's what's going on. That is the ways that you can help. These are what you need to be thinking about in the days and weeks ahead. We're going to take a little bit of music now because, uh, we just need some music <laughs> sometimes. Uh, and then when we come back, uh, I'm going to be getting the viewpoint of the head of the Zionist Youth Council, Mira Rudnick, uh, and finding out from, from youth perspective, about what is going on from their side. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM. Uh, this is the New Blue Review with me, Benji Shulman, and we have been talking about what you can do to help um, in terms of uh, uh, Israel and what's going on and just getting a perspective. And one of the perspectives we did want to get in is the youth. So we have... Uh, the chairperson of the South African Zionist Youth Council, uh, and uh, she's Mira Rudnick, and she joins us to talk to us today. Mira, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, we just had lost you on the, on the mic there, uh, but nice to have you on with us. Mira, uh, let's start off with obviously the fact that uh, camps and youth, uh, I did speak about it earlier, but there are a lot in Israel uh, and uh, a lot of kids. What are you hearing? What are you seeing in terms of how kids are feeling uh, and, and what's been going on with them? Yeah, it's definitely a very scary um, and volatile situation, I would say. No one really knows the right thing to do. Um, I know that we are like trying to put out a unified message for across all gap years um, to kind of stay put um, and try and wait this out to the best that people can. I know from my perspective, um, as the chairperson of Abonim, we are really... Um, you know, worried for our shnatis, um, but they are in a very safe place in Tel Aviv, in an apartment, locked in with a bomb shelter. But, you know, I think irrespective of the safety and making this hard call of to whether, like, whether or not to terminate the program a month or two early, earlier than expected, it's also just very difficult, you know, to see these young people who set off for this incredible adventure of a gap year in Israel. Um, and uh, it's just being ripped away. Um, it's a very distraught note to leave a gap year on. I think it will traumatize um, quite a lot of South African youth who are there for the first time, or even if it's not the first time, and having to experience such, you know, um, an extreme, extreme version of violence that is occurring right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, in, in some ways, uh, it's not obviously comparable to what, people are going through but but you know these these we, we send kids on these trips to Israel because it's a formative experience because it yeah. it connects them with their values and their history and their community yeah. uh, and and for it to get torn away in such a violent fashion is is extremely difficult very very difficult and i think it's that's part of why it's so difficult to make a decision because um things are so volatile at the moment in Israel that it's hard to know you know, better take the risk and rush to an airport and come home. And then, you know, also the fact that these young people don't have anything else planned. They're going to come back to South Africa and just not 
rally. I mean, obviously, in, in our movement, we will welcome them in and we will make stuff to do for them. But the idea was, you know, they're in Israel and particularly for us, they were in their volunteering period. They were doing their misima. Um, and it's just a kind of uh, definitely a hard note to leave on. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think it's obviously something that's uh, continuing to be a discussion with uh, the Jewish Agency, with mm. uh, the Zionist Federation, with the Youth Council, etc. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that it is very, uh, that that is a very important um, element and something which we, we sort of need to, uh, need to keep in mind. Um, I, I, I've seen a lot of people who are younger than me immediately Going onto social media, kind mm. of expressing themselves, connecting with people that are missing. I mean, mm. Are you seeing a lot of that as well? Yes. Uh, um, yesterday was, you know, since whatever, 7 a.m. on Saturday, it has been just like nonstop. Um, and just for some context, I was actually supposed to go to Israel tonight. I was supposed to fly to Israel tonight and I was going to this World Tabonim conference. And on Saturday morning, I saw this stuff um, coming up on the news and I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is so sad. And But never in my mind did, it th- did I think, okay, this is going to lead to what it did. And the difference between 7 a.m. on Saturday and 11 a.m. on Saturday was I'm going or I'm not going. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, I've just been glued to my phone. And I think a lot of my friends um, and people kind of in my age bracket would agree. You're just glued to your phone. You're glued to social media. You're glued to the live news updates. And I actually just um, was speaking about the anxiety that this is creating for me um, to some of my friends, because of course you want to stay informed and you want to stay updated. Um, but then there's also the question of, you know, uh, looking at credible sources and how do you know what's real and how do you know what's not um, and stuff like that. But I think that I think that it is important for this to be a loud issue. And I think that we've seen the power of social media with that. Um, but I also do fear for the kind of hatred it actually can perpetuate. Seeing the anti-Semitic and anti-Zionist comments on all these posts is also really, really scary. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a way that this generation are expressing themselves. And I think it's kind of maybe the only outlet. I don't really know where else they can or should go. Um, and that's something that, you know, as a community, we need to discuss of where can youth come to discuss how they're feeling and let that out and kind of just, you know, be together about it because I think social media is kind of where people are putting that right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that is um, absolutely a a crucial element. And I think what you're saying about where do we go next and how do the youth help is a really important uh, discussion. Uh, And I think that that is what we're going to be discussing next. We're talking to um, Mira Radnick today. She is the chairperson of the Zionist uh, youth Council uh, discussing about the youth perspective about what is going on. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM talking today to Mira Rudnick. She is the chairperson of the Zionist Youth Council and um, it is, uh, we're just talking about ways in which um, the youth are seeing the issue and seeing the opportunities. Uh, to be involved. So let's talk about that involvement, Mira. Um, I've been talking a lot about the press services, about the rallies. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is that a place where you, you feel like youth can uh, get involved? Yes, absolutely. I think that um, they should show up and show out and show solidarity. Um, I think that kind of for the first time, maybe in recent history, 
this is an event in Israel, his, like in Israel, where I think politics and religiosity are totally uh, ir- like irrespective of what's going on. Um, I really think that this is a time for Jewish people to come together. I mean, we saw that terrible, terrible statistic that more Jewish people have been killed um, through this than since the Holocaust um, in one single day. And that's obviously a terrifying thing to hear. Um, and I think that Jews should care about that. And I think that Jewish youth should care about that. Um, so I think that it is important for the youth to show up. And I think also we're forgetting that this did start, you know, 48 hours ago. It is they, I'm sure that, you know, the community will be riddled with events and things to go to in the coming days. Um, but for now, what has managed to be put together is this, are these prayer services is tonight and obviously the feds um, rally that will, will be happening um, later on in the weekend so I think that it's definitely something that you should go to I know my youth movement will be there and I hope the other youth movements are there um, and I hope any other Zionist organization are there I hope the schools are imploring um, the kids to go and I, I really think that there is huge power in doing this No, absolutely. And I think it's such an important message that you're giving out because there is this um, perception and, and, you know, it comes from a place, but it's also sometimes a a false perception that like all the youth movements um, sort of – you know, fighting with one another all the time, mm. the disagreement. But the truth is you guys actually do sit around the table quite often and talk to one another and figure out stuff together. Mm. Um, and, and no time more than now that uh, all the different groups should be cooperating. Yeah, definitely. I think that is a very, very prominent perception in the community. Um, I think having my role as the chairperson of the ZYC, which does operate with all the youth movements and pretty much any Zionist youth kind of organization has been really like illuminating and exciting to be able to be in the same room with everyone. Um, I've been working for Habo for two years now and I can say confidently that I've never had, you know, a public or private fight um, with B'nai or Netzer leadership. Um, I think that it's a much more fun story to, to believe, but it's, it's not the truth. Yeah. And, uh, and if it's not the truth, normally definitely, uh, not the truth at the moment. So that's a, a great message and I think a message of unity on which to end. Mira, if people want to get hold of you uh, as the Zionist Youth Council, someone's listening to this, maybe they want their kids to be involved, what's the best way to get hold of the Zionist Youth Council? That's a great question, Vanji. Um, they can contact me on my personal email. Uh, well, I guess it's my work email, which is mira at habo.org.za. Um, or they can contact the Israel Center, who I think would hand over details. Okay, there. So if you if you want to get a hold of Mira about her Zionist Youth Council involvement, um, uh, th- that is, you, you can certainly do that. Um, we have uh, one question just before we end from uh, Bros Sazi about how can one get involved. Uh, email hotline at sazf.org and we'll be able to sure respond to you there. Brings us to the end of uh, the show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Mira, yeah, we really appreciate it and it was uh, great to have you here. Thanks to everyone who helps put the show together. Uh, Vusi on the sound, Senna who produces on the station um, and to Craig who pushes all the big red buttons uh, and to you dear listener, uh, please stay safe, please stay engaged, please stay informed, please stay involved uh, and uh, we are gonna, we're going to get through this together. We'll chat to you again next week.